that all of you, I don't need to be here. What is going on? Lisa is screaming, pulling her hair out. No wire hangers! But I love an unhinged Lisa Barlow. Hello and welcome to Bravo Bravo Effing Bravo. Hi, Mariana. No wire hangers! Don't we all just love an unhinged Lisa Barlow? We fucking do, mate. I have to say, I'm kind of... Okay, it's not even that I'm loving her. I'm loving watching her. Just before we get to the episode, there's a couple of little things happening Bravo this week. Just a couple. Yeah. LVP got thrown from a horse. <laughs> no. Did you not know? No. Okay, Lisa Vanderpump was horse riding. Her horse got spooked. She got thrown off. Four fractures in her leg and a very bruised back. She had to have surgery. She's got a Lisa Vanderbump. <laughs> yes, she does, Nathan. <laughs> I thought that was funny. She's got a Lisa Vander bump, exactly. Um, so you did? Did you watch the OC with this chick called Elizabeth Lynn Vargas? She was only on for one season. She grew yeah. up in a cult, like a fucked up, like really fucked up cult. Anyway, she was held at gunpoint this week by a crazed ex boyfriend who was also extorting her for money. Oh, Jesus. And only when he asked for a shit ton of money did she think to, to call the cops and give him a heads up. And then he broke into her house and held her at gunpoint. So when the cops heard, they came a running. She's okay. And he might be going to jail for a very long time. You know what? You can't trust men. No, you cannot. Like, that's just a blanket rule. And I'm saying that as a man. You can't trust us. I know. And then, I mean, we really also can't trust Miriam Cosby because she even lies about not coming back to the show. Did you oh, see yeah. this? What's going on there? So page six or something was, because they're filming, right? They're filming season <laughs> three. And page six said something about it. I think it was page six or TMZ, one of those, and that Mary's obviously not coming back. We know that. She wasn't at reunion and they're not filming with her. And then she calls them out for it and says that's a lie (laughs) but doesn't confirm that she's filming with them. So she's like, I didn't say that I'm not coming back, therefore you're lying. What the fuck, Mary? (laughs) She is just... Oh, I she's mean, great television. I'm we sorry. saw the church today and we will get to it. Apart from the massive showdown with Lisa and Meredith and all the other ladies in Zion, that was the only other thing that really happened this episode. Who would have thought that going to Zion would have been such a great trip? I know. You know how usually when it's a trip, like run of episodes, we're like, oh, we're in Zion again, but not this time. It was phenomenal. It wasn't, <laughs> I mean, every single lady there contributed to the excellence of this trip. Except it, for Jenny. Well, I mean, Jenny only contributed because Mary just said to her face, I don't give a fuck about you. So that was kind of iconic. Yeah. So we're going to start at the top though. Okay. We're back at the Mexican themed dinner. <laughs> I know that this themed dinner was in ode to Jen being called a Mexican thug by Mary, but I mean, we did we did get Jen saying she crimped her hair for the occasion. I don't know how that's Mexican. I'm just going to leave that because <laughs> the racism is ramp and rife. So we're just going to leave that at the door. Sorry, I whacked my mic because you know me. I talk with my hands. Mm-hmm. We get back to Lisa's hot mic, and God bless these producers. They I love it. played it again. 
And like, as after she threw the the mic pack, did they just send someone with a boom in? They were like, "We got to get a boom well, in there." I don't know. It could have been the producers mic'd. I don't know. Did the producer have a spare mic? Was it like you know when you watch those um, the the full on movies where someone's got a gun and then they've got like five other guns like hidden? Is yes. did, did we have yes. a producer well, with like hidden mic packs? I know um, Conspiracy Theory McGee, aka yeah. Whitney Rose, she was saying that Lisa knew she was mic'd. I think it wasn't a hot mic. I just think she got to a point where in the moment she didn't care. Yeah, but, she'd had enough. But then later on You come on, for her Taco Bell and she loses it. I know, you can't don't become a, between a woman and a Taco Bell. <laughs> but what I did notice after Lisa goes off about Meredith being a whore and that her family are dumb poses and that they can't afford to buy a house because her husband changes jobs every five minutes. Oh, and that she cheats on her husband. Did I miss anything? Mary goes That's to, about it. Yeah, thanks, love. Mary goes to check on Meredith and all I can see is Mary's – like I'm taking note. I can't not look at Mary's solid gold outfit. See, and I'm the opposite. I can't look at it. Every time I see it, I'm like, ah, my eyes. Bitch was so glittery gold. I was like, she looking like C-3PO from Star Wars. (laughs) She was so fucking gold and then had this like black with a little bit of gold scarf on and I'm just like full Trini in London going, bitch, that scarf does not go with your solid C-3PO. What are you doing? (laughs) What are you doing? And then... Meredith's like, let, she's like, let me in the room. Meredith's like, no, like I'm done. She was not going anywhere. This woman cannot be told no. Mary, and it's kind of ironic because later in the episode, they're like, you never check on Meredith, check on Meredith. And she she was checking on Meredith, to be fair to her. checking on Meredith for sure. And it's like, if Meredith's going to keep saying, here I am defending Mary Cosby, I know, what is going right? on? I but like, if Meredith is going to say no, 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 eventually you have to accept the no. Even though she didn't. Mary does not accept no. You cannot tell God no. So. <laughs> the facsimile of God. I Yeah. Oh. Uh-huh. We, we will be getting there, my friend. But you can, <laughs> you can pepper the episode with any of those little comments because they're hard to digest. I'm not going to oh, lie. Yeah. I just finished watching it because I had a big day. And afterwards I felt the need to grab a beer and go stick my feet in the pool, even though it's a bit foie in the moment, because I just needed to decompress pre-recording because that was so much. Oh, yeah. So you much. You needed to do that thing where you, what whatever the Scientologists do, you had to de, I don't know what the word is. Oh, you would think I would know. Well, I needed to disengage. How about that? I'm disengaging. I had to disengage. Oh, actually, you know what? I was wrong. I missed some bits of Lisa's accusations because I missed calling Meredith a shit garbage whore. That's what I I need. I forgot the garbage whore. Excuse me. And you're right. That's when we get a mic scratch. Like she tore her belt pack off, or or she tore her um her lapel whatever mic off. Because yeah. what they'll do is they. So we've got some of these. They're very they're very fancy. You get these little things that you you stick these tiny pin mics on your body, and you get these little sort of velcro on one side, tape on the back, and so it sounds like that's what she's ripped off her from under her clothes. Hey. So mm-hmm. she had to have known that mic was on because it sounded like there was like this little scratch, like she tore it off herself. It's like, bitch, you knew that was on. That's what I reckon. 
You reckon? Yeah. Just because after we get the, you know, she can go, she's a whore, she fucked half of New York, she can go fuck herself. We get this little scratchy sound and Mm. then you hear her speaking indirectly as if it's someone else's mic. So that's, I think she tore it off. Like I think she either in the moment didn't think about it and then when she tore it off, you know when you've, you're so angry, you're like, and I don't give a fuck moments. And then mm-hmm. later, later, you'd give a fuck. Yeah. But she yeah. had to have known they were going to use it. I don't know. I don't know. But the fact that she didn't say anything like, shit, you're not going to use that or fuck, I think that was her calculated moment so she can pretend like she wasn't being recorded. Just, Ooh, all right, Whitney Rose. I know, right? You know I love a bit of fancy Drewness. Yeah. And then Jenny walks into the room with Lisa and Lisa, without skipping a beat, yells at Jenny, you know what? You didn't have my back. Like when Lisa's does a Meredith marks and like at eight in the morning, she does it better than Meredith. That's my oh, She was mad at everyone. And I think she's basically just saying, we all say this when the cameras aren't on, but I just said it and no one backed me up kind of a thing. Yeah, but again, it's like, well, bitch, shut your fucking mouth. Like, I am the Lisa <laughs> Barlow, so I shouldn't be defending everyone else because you know I'm Lisa Ovs. Everyone knows I'm the Lisa of the group. But And I probably would say that. Sh- no, I don't turn around and say I'm only saying what everyone else thinks because I at least have the wherewithal to know everyone's bright enough and, and can trolled enough to shut their mouth. I'm just a big mouth. So I know I'm a big mouth. Lisa just needs to embrace that she's a big mouth and she said it and she's going to get shit for it and she needs to let others defend her and not defend herself because it doesn't help her cause when she's like, you know, Lisa Barlow is an amazing person or whatever. Like I, I, that, love, I feel sorry for me too. Oh, but... This is the quintessential housewife. This is the bits of Ramona that we love and the bits of Ramona that we don't love. Lisa doesn't seem to possess at this point. So we I'll get, give it time. We get to enjoy it though. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like this is the housewife we want. So I'm all I'm all for Lisa staying. She can't go anywhere. And then Lisa says Meredith owes her an apology. Can you believe after all the shit she just said, she's like, Meredith owes me an apology because I almost got my ass kicked because of her. I just... She did, though. Like, she she almost got beat up on that bus. Yeah, but she knows what she just said about Meredith. How can she be asking for an apology? Well, she doesn't know that Meredith will eventually find out. I'm living. How does she not know? How does she not know? Well, maybe she was just in such a rage blackout she doesn't know exactly what she said. Yeah, maybe, because she is rage packing to leave in the middle of the night. So, Oh, did you see her holding that hairdryer? I was oh, like, put it down. I wrote, Don't hold a hairdryer wrote, when you're that angry. I wondered if that's why security was there going, what the fuck's bitch going to do with that hairdryer? She's packing. Who's she going to pop upside the head with that hairdryer? I'm obsessed. Yeah. And then I love how Jenny's all, I did defend you and God bless <laughs> these editors, my favourite people on earth. They give us a flashy of Jenny saying to Mary, what's wrong with eating Taco Bell? That is her defending her friend Lisa. Bullshit. That's not a defence. Goodbye, Jenny. Goodbye. Jen okay. Shah's got a better defence team oh, than she Lisa Barlow. Fucking, she has a better defence. After 11 people are going to testify against her, she's got a better defence. 
questions. Oh my God, what I wouldn't give to be able to have the money and have restrictions lifted so that we could fly out and sit in that courtroom. Oh, it would be fun. That is my idea of t- you can have all the Tiffany diamonds in the world. I want to be in that courtroom. I want to be in the Erica Girardi courtroom if she ever gets to court. That's where I want to be. The room where it happens. You know what? I reckon that Erica is going to let me down and bide her time till she can get her next sugar daddy to just pay everyone off. That's what she's going to do, isn't she? She's going to deny me the court transcripts, isn't she? Uh, She's not operating to please you. (laughs) Well, I know. I'm sorry. I know. Maybe the next guy will be fatter and uglier. (laughs) Speaking of Beverly Hills just made me remember, Uh did you see that Teddy got voted out of the Big Brother house like first? How funny is that? Oh, wait, I want to do like a church clap. (laughs) Yay, yeah. Woo. Oh, God is, as Mary would say, God is good. Oh, so sad and so delicious for me. Oh, back to Salt Lake. Lisa's gone off. The other ladies are now in the house. They can hear her screaming. You all made the wrong choice. She screams, even though she knows Jen Shah is not in the house, she screams that I've been nothing but nice to you, Jen Shah. Don't come at me ever again. And then she, like, she's full chucking a Meredith. We see security there because obviously she's going bananas. And oh, then- and security got a little um, place card, like uh, a car. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. We had to get a lower third. As if we didn't know it was fucking security, but sure. <laughs> no worries. And then Jen Shah comes in and, of course, she wants to yell. And Lisa just tells her, look what just happened out here. Because Jen's like, what the fuck, what the fuck. She's still copying Meredith going, I'm done. And then Lisa all of a sudden is like, let's do a call out right now, which I didn't know what that was, but that's fine. Heather and Jen are defending themselves. They're trying to tell her, we did stick up for you. You just weren't at the table anymore. Like you left the table. And then Lisa just runs into the bathroom, presumably, I guess, to pack. And then she screams, fuck you, Meredith. This is a joke. I'm so fucking tired of you guys. Sorry, I, I need to scream it. It's just too good. And then Heather runs in, Jen runs in, Jenny runs in, security runs in. Lisa's still screaming and she's crying, but there's no tears. She's just feeling sorry for herself, like ugly crying loud. And that's when she's holding that hair dryer. Oh. And then that's when we get the... Um, well, I am f***ing richer than all of you. I don't need to f***ing be here. Don't you love that? I can't stop playing that. I'm richer than all of you. I don't need to fucking be here. Do you think she even is richer than all of them? So Meredith rents. Jen rents. I don't know if Heather's renting. I don't know about Jenny's situation. Mary obviously owns that house. She owns a lot of houses. Exactly. Other people's houses. So I'm wondering if Lisa has more assets. Yeah, okay. Lisa, her business is more established, like it's been around longer. So I don't know, maybe she is in a financially better position. Only time will tell because when you make a comment like that, people are going to deep dive for us and then I'm going to tell you what other people have have researched, aren't I? (laughs) We We all know. And then that's when Lisa says, I am very authentic. Does that bother me? No. But it's the puck making up lies about the kettle. The pot. 
She means the pot, but she said the word puck. <laughs> I swear to God, I rewound it. She said puck. So, and that's when we get Mary looking out the window all by herself in the dark, just just hanging in the kitchen looking out the window. Obviously, production told us she's not allowed to go to her room and she didn't want to go to where the ladies were, so she's hanging out in the kitchen. And she's muttering to herself under her breath, sort of, and says, Heather is basically, she's like Heather's judgmental and that she has the snobbishness of a true Mormon. She don't even know she look inbred. I laughed. I know it's awful, but I laughed. You laughed? I thought it was so funny. I was sort of obsessed with that because, you know, I love my queen icon legend, Heather Gay. But oh, yes. Just, to, just, I just thought it was really funny, just this image of Mary haunting the house alone. Yes, that is funny. Sledging everyone when no one can hear. I mean, it is funny. I just don't think what she's saying is true, but it is funny. Oh, no, Heather doesn't look inbred. No, but, and I don't think she's know. being snobbish. Like, so is that is that the term that Mary uses when someone's right? She's got the shits with Heather because Heather called her out for being mean to her. Yeah. And she did bring up her step-grandfather again, which... I know. And in real time, that was, what, like an hour and a half ago, but for us it was weeks. Yeah. So I suppose suppose that if that's kind of tame for Mary in terms of throwing shit at someone, considering what Heather did to her... I don't know. Ever since Mary, we heard she didn't go to the reunion, we're all assuming she's fired... I'm just enjoying her presence while we've got her. You, you, you're true. Yeah, you, you're so right because this is gold shit we wouldn't get from anyone else. I mean, she's solid gold, clearly. So <laughs> you're right, you're right, you're right. And then Whitney, okay, so we're kind of jumping around in the rooms, right? So we've got to figure it out. Whitney, they're in the bedroom with all the girls except for Meredith and Whitney's telling them that, because she's trying to tell – she's defending herself against Lisa saying no one sticks up for me. She's like, no, I called out Meredith and Mary at the table, which she did. And then when Lisa hears that, she kind of realises, oh, my God, I finally have an ally. And she does this fake cry scream. Mm. And she's like, I had everybody's back. And I said what nobody else would say, fake tears, blah, blah. And then, you know, it's fake because did you notice how she kind of like fixed her hair in the middle of it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Jen, I mean, I don't mind Jen for saying this. It's true. She's like, sorry, but with everything I'm going through kind of thing, I can't take all this anymore. But then she goes into this full kind of gaslighting and saying that, you know, I wouldn't be able to take this shit if my friend of 10 years was a piece of shit to me. Mary and Meredith's friendship's fucking weird. Do you feel like Jen was using this moment to remind uh- Lisa how shit Meredith is to her? Totally. And she sort of, the way she prefaced it being like, oh, I'm not going to get involved. It's too much for me to take it on. And then she just laid it all out and said, but. A hundred percent. But then I, again, love production because when she's like, their friendship's fucking weird. The next shot we get is Mary and Meredith in the kitchen sitting next to each other on stools, not paying attention to each other at all. And the music was like, boop, 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 boop. Uh, It was so fucking funny. It was so good. (laughs) And then. Back to the ladies, the other ladies, Heather says that Meredith never understood how Lisa's friendship with Jen has kept Meredith safe. And I was like, what the fuck? But then she says it's because Jen has dirt on Meredith and she's not saying it out of respect for Lisa. 
I think that's bullshit. I, I needed a mind map to figure that out because I was like, this is a lot of tenuous links. I know. It's the it's the shit that no one's talking about, about the guy that Meredith was seeing and that Jen has befriended this guy to get dirt on Meredith and he was kind of maybe biting at that apple and not as interested in Meredith as she thought and was fish feeding shit to Jen. Is this the impression we're getting? I, I just think... Jen is known for many things, but restraint isn't one of them. Exactly. So there's no way she's holding on to shit out of respect for Lisa. Is she she holding on to it to use it later, or is she has she told these women things that is a lie, and it's not stuff the guys said. It's stuff that she's inferred and and made up. That's my impression. That's more likely. Exactly. Exactly. And then Lisa runs, she's crying, she's running off to the bathroom, she's sobbing at this point because now she realises she's got the ladies on side, so she's hemming it up. Sorry, that's what I think. Um, Jen turns around and um, they kind of basically say, like, they're not going to let Meredith and Mary get away from it. And Jen's like, no shit, I didn't crimp my hair for nothing, which was kind of funny. And um, Whitney goes to talk to Meredith and Mary and says to starts off by saying to Meredith, she didn't mean to be so disrespectful. And Meredith's all like, yeah, you were disrespectful. How would you like it if I said that I don't believe you that you haven't spoken to your father? And Whitney later reveals that she thinks she heard that as Meredith's saying, I don't believe you that your father's an addict, which is not what she said. No. But she was trying to throw shade to the equivalent effect. Yes. Is that right? They're just drunk as skunks and saying mean things at this point. And I'm kind of desperately trying to follow. And I just loved Mary getting up and like dragging that stool, like that dragging (laughs) sound on the tiles. And then she ended up just standing like five meters away. She didn't leave. She just stood there. It's almost like production said you're not allowed to leave the kitchen. So she's just trying to move around the room. Did we have an ankle monitor on Mary M. Cosby? Like why was she not allowed to leave the house? I don't know, but you're right. She's just so rando and funny. She is like to and you know that I've never really watched Friends, but I do know that Phoebe's a bit of a dopey Dora. She's like the Phoebe, right? She's on her yeah. own planet. So good. Yeah. And then, okay, this is a point where Meredith's like, and Whitney is still talking. She's calling the ladies repugnant human beings for discussing someone's dead father. And I swear to God, all I could focus on was the way that she was. Like she was shaking her head so hard, oh, and like I'm a s- chicken, dude. I was thinking like if that was a baby, they would be dying of the sids. Like she was full <laughs> like baby shaking syndrome. I'm sorry, I can't say any of that, can I? <laughs> Do I have to cut all that out? No, that was fine. You sure? Okay, just FYI, everyone, if I leave that in, Nathan's my barometer of what i got to cut out. And if he says it's fine, it's fine. Fucking leave me alone. But the way that she was shaking her head vigorously, I'm like, we're going to need a fucking doctor and a neck brace too sweet. Did you notice? Oh, it notice? was like she was doing Bohemian Rhapsody in Wayne's World. Oh, it was fucking like I was holding my neck as she was doing that just so that I didn't mimic her and pull a muscle in my fucking 43-year-old neck, mate. It was fucking severe. It really was. It was everything though. I was so, I was here for it. And then Whitney responds with, well, did you want me to hire a private investigator to find out? 
Oh, at that point, I had like a housewife coming moment. That was everything. Everything. Oh, yeah. I'm doing a Lisa Barlow. I'm clapping in time. So far, this, I mean, we're like maybe 17 minutes in and I was speechless. This, this is, is this the best episode? Is this better than, this isn't better than the FBI, but this is second best, right? It's really enjoyable, and it's because it's not like a gang up. You know, no. some housewives storylines—it's a gang up, and you, mm. you end up feeling a little bit sour about it. But yes. because everyone hates everyone else, and everyone's fighting with everyone, it's sort of equal. Oh my god, it's so good! And then at that point, Meredith just like—it's like she did go to church with Mary, and instead of showing the other cheek, she's just showing her Brooks Marks tracky dack back. She just turns a seat, like, no, I'm just not talking to you anymore. And so, of course, Whitney's got no option but to leave. And then you can see Meredith, like, she's getting more and more steamed and then she storms upstairs to the bedroom and she's like, Whitney, who is speculating about the memorial? I want names. And then Oh, they... before that, though, my, yeah. my favourite yeah. part yeah. was when Whitney got up mm. and Mary just watched her leave and looked her up and down and then said, Women. Ah! <laughs> this is just everything. Like, I just seriously want to clap... Like one of those little fucking little tinker toys because I'm so happy. I know. And she's all to Whitney, I want names. And then they start to tell her and then the fight of all fights happens and I think it's time to reprieve reenactment. Let's try it. Okay, so I think that I should do Lisa, not because I do a great Lisa, but because clearly I'm a screamer. I'll do Meredith and I'll probably throw my neck out. Yeah, soz love. All right. So they start to tell her who was speculating and then Lisa storms in, points her finger at Meredith and screams, I'm going to move away from my mic so I don't kill you. Stop! Stop this right now! All of you, stop right now! Did you speculate on my father's death? No, no, I didn't. I know exactly what I said. Whitney, did you or did you not say? I did not. It was a it was a minute conversation. And then Whitney's like, I already called this. She did, yes. I did not spark speculate. Minutes matter, Lisa. You speculated. I did not speculate. Don't lie. I did not fucking speculate on your father's death. Don't you dare. You're the fucking liar. You're the liar. I am not. Whitney? Whitney? Do not do this! Do not do this to me! Meredith, I'm fucking mad! Stop doing this to me! Stop yelling at me! Oh, whatever! Don't act like you just- you yelled at me like this yesterday! I'm not gonna fucking stop! Did she speculate or not? I did not speculate on your father's death! And then Whitney says she needs to hold Lisa, she needs to be on her side, and she literally crosses the fucking room to stand next to Lisa. Did she or did she not? No, hold on. And then Whitney's saying, like, it was all just a bit of a conversation, and Lisa's all, this is the conversation, everything I've already said to you on the phone, and that everybody grieves in different ways, there is nothing wrong with what I said, I'm not saying sorry, you're not going to get an apology from me, because I said nothing wrong! And then in confessional, Lisa says, I'm a fucking liar, who's lying about the date of their dad's fucking memorial? Not me. (laughs) End scene. Beautiful work. 
I think I threw my back out. And then we get a flashy of Heather and Lisa after the horse ride figuring out the different dates. Was it Monday? Was it Tuesday? Was it my mother? Was it my father? I mean, who cares at this point, right? Who cares? I just think Meredith obviously has every right to be pissed. But, like, they weren't speculating on his death. They were speculating on the memorial. Well, every answer that Meredith gave made them speculate more about more things. And we have, I don't remember which one of them said it, but one of them did say, like, was there even a memorial? Now, that may have just been for punctuation's sake, but they were kind of escalating in their questioning. And I can understand from Meredith's point of view that she's like, well, by the way they were talking, it's almost like they were wondering if any of it was real. Well, but... He died a while ago, right? Like before yeah. the last reunion? I'm not sure. So it's not like it's a funeral. No, it's a memorial because obviously with the COVID, it's probably the first time the whole family could get together. Yeah, and I get having like, you know, take a whole week for a memorial, whatever. But the way she's saying, speculating on the death, and it's like, well, no, everyone thinks that he died. No one's saying he didn't die. Again, I'm not on Meredith's side about much. But at the end of the day... She's having a memorial for her father. Don't ask her questions about it other than how are you? Are you okay? Would you like a casserole? Yeah. The Especially end. when you're trying to trap her into admitting that she got the FBI to like, arrest Jen Sharp. fuck off. I probably would have left. I probably would have gone, you all can go fuck yourselves. I'm out. I would have just <laughs> left. I would have... I would have packed up that morning at 8 o'clock that morning. I would have packed and left. She should have oh, left. Well, you know what I would have done? If I was Meredith, first of all, would have mm. taken that jumper off, mm. that horrible Scratchy sweatshirt with the bullsh- quotes. Yeah. That has, thrown that, that in the bin and then I would made. have, yeah, Yeah. Left. And then I would, you're right. That's true. And then God bless Jensha. She smashes the window blind with a <sighs> pillow. They're all rattled and she's like, it was a mosquito. I mean, she doesn't care. It's like my she- popcorn ran out. I- I'm done. I don't care. What do you think about Mer- Meredith storming in on Whitney while she's peeing? I don't think Whitney washed her hands. Did you hear any <gasps> running water? No. Oh, she was so drunk she didn't wash her hands after she peed. That's Gross. my suspicion. Or more that someone was yelling at her and she's like, well, fuck, I better Get- stop the stream and address this. Probably. You didn't have time to wash her hands. God, I hope she didn't have a dribble. <laughs> Because if you're rushing out, you might miss a bit. It happens. I reckon. Oh, God. Last episode, we're pooping. This episode, we're not washing our hands. Ladies, at least fucking pour some tequila over your hands or something. (laughs) Anywho. And that's when Meredith, by the way, we have another storm out because she's like, you know, Whitney's sort of like, if you just clarify the date and the time, this can be shut down. and Meredith, Not tonight, though. No, like, Whitney, yeah. give up. Yeah, I know, right? And Meredith storms out of the room and obviously says, I shouldn't have to. And then, God bless, Whitney says, okay, so you're lying. And then, they are so drunk. This is Then they're giving us more deliciousness. Whitney, I think it was Whitney, someone, or at least someone says, where the fuck's Mary Cosby for Meredith? And they all start screaming it. Whitney runs down the hall of the house screaming, where is Mary for Meredith right now? Oh, she was marching around. Oh, I love it. Love it. When this woman is drunk, she is activated and I'm fucking here for it. 
Is that when <laughs> Meredith was like, I'm not having this conversation, bye. And she says, don't tell me bye. I'm going to say hi. Exactly. And then she's Leave like. Leave the rhyming <laughs> schemes to Dr. Seuss. And then she says, I'm Whitney. As in like, you know, hi, I'm Whitney. I love it. And then oh. she's like, why aren't you in there having the conversation with us? Mary's like, because I don't want to. I'm done with you. I'm done with your cousin. I'm done. That's why. And she does say, I don't argue with drunk people, which why doesn't she just say that? I don't want to talk to you right now. I'll beat you drunk. And then- Mary was enjoying herself secretly. You reckon? Did you see the point when she said to Meredith and she was like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. And she was grinning yes, from ear to ear. I did notice she had a little grin on her. Oh, she was loving it. All of this is so delicious. And then we do get the little counter of her having three drinks. It was only three, but we get those three dings. I did enjoy that. I love any drink counter on I these know. shows. I love them. There needed to be more than three, though. I was a little disappointed that they only got managed to give us three of her drinks. Mm. Jen comes in to watch, basically, and Lisa asks Mary why she even bothered to come on the trip. Mary says it was her last attempt and now she's done. Whatever. <laughs> But what I didn't realise is Heather was in that kitchen the whole time too and she says she's given Mary a huge pass because you, she's referring to Meredith, I don't think that's why she gave her a pass, but anyway, Meredith repeats that she, Mary's being kind to her and a good friend to her and Lisa just cannot handle hearing that one more time and she goes, I'm going to bed and then they all go to bed. They all decide that Meredith repeating that Mary's a good friend is enough to make them go, fuck it, we're going to bed. I kind of love that. Even it was that, time for them to get some shut-eye, I believe. Yeah, I mean, I needed a break. That was a lot. Oh, yeah. I, I can't remember the last time I participated in a fight that took that long, let alone, you know, just watched one on the TV. Oh, I can imagine the camera crew being exhausted. Oh, fucking oath. They said, go to bed. We need to go on break. That's it. And then it's the next morning. They're all packing. Jen has fun buns. What the fuck? I wrote in my notes, Jen has fun. Oh, her hair. I'm reading my notes. I'm like, what the fuck? But yeah, she's got these. They were fun buns. They were fun buns. Heather checks on Lisa. So I guess they're all buddy-buddy now. Like they bonded over bitching about Meredith and Mary. Fair enough. It happens. All the friend dynamics have shifted. I know. I mean, how often does that happen to you? It happened, it happened to me in high school too. And um, in confessional, Lisa says, <laughs> I laughed about this, Meredith knows that I'm a good friend to her and that I love her and her family. <laughs> oh, that's not what you said last night. Oh, God bless. Meredith says that, oh, no, hold on a sec. Let me just skip some boring shit. Oh. There was a lot of boring shit after that episode peaked. I yeah. don't know if it would have been boring in a different episode, no. but in this episode I was like, oh, it crashed. Yeah, pretty much. It did. I mean, I did love the bit where we see Meredith and Jenny and Mary eating breakfast at the table, <laughs> sitting as far away from each other as they possibly can and not speak. That was great. And then Mary breaks the tension by looking up at Meredith and says, like, I want to see you smile. That's just her way of alienating Jenny at the table. Jenny didn't care. Oh, yeah. We find out Mary's not going to ride in the Sprinter van. She's going to ride in the SUV, I'm assuming, with the producer. Yeah. And Meredith's like, oh, I'm going in the van because she doesn't want them to talk about her behind her back. I loved that. But then we didn't see anything happen on the van. Well, we just saw them on the van exhausted, looking at their phones and desperately not wanting to make eye contact with each other. So do you reckon it was like that for the whole three hours or whatever? Yep. I think no one spoke to each other other than like, you know, do you want a junior mint or something like that? Do you want, <laughs> do you want a Tic Tac? So we're back in Salt Lake City. It's three days later. 
they're kind of we're getting these little ting scenes with each of them and their family and Jen with Jen Shah is with her new family member, her lawyer, and <laughs> she asks about Stu and says, like, oh, you know, we're on the same team but we can't talk. And then the lawyer mentions that he might testify against her and her face, she just brushed over it. I'm like, you sound more and more like Teresa Judice every day. Mm-hmm. If she is this dumb, how did she mastermind all of this stuff? That's why I think she's innocent. Justice for Jen. I don't think she's innocent. I think, and I I had think I've said this before, she is like Barney Stinson from How I Met Your Mother where he got paid a gajillion dollars to sit in an office and sign every legally binding document so that if his company fell, he would he was the fall guy. He would go down. He would be the sole dude going to, sinking with a ship. I mean, yeah. obviously that was done on that show for comic relief. I think that's what's happened here. Yeah. The next thing that really happens is we're at church with Mary. <gasps> it's her first service in a year because of the COVID and there's like 50 people there and Jen Shah. Oh, because less. the spirit moved Mary to invite Jen to church. I'm like, Jen is Muslim. Why are you inviting her to your church? Like that's that to me is not a kind gesture. You know yeah, what I mean? I don't understand Leave it. the woman and her religious beliefs alone. Like, <laughs> do you want to go to her mosque? I doubt you would. I don't know. I just, oh no, God, I Mary that, would be terrible in that situation. I thought that was rude. I didn't think that that was any kind of olive branch. And Mary is at the pulpit with her fancy schmancy like Mariah Carey Mike. And he's she's screaming, he all right, woohoo, whatever. These are the couple of little bits that we saw, judge for yourselves. One of Mary's congregants says that Mary is her perfect love. She is a perfect friend and a master of positivity. Uh, what? Oh, and a perfect dresser. That, that one, that one really, really made me very suspicious. And... The facsimile of God. Hilarious. What? Like, this is what we've been saying and she's, like, denying it, but here they all are. here they all are saying it. And then Mary gets up to the pulpit and says that this is radical, obsessed and crazy, to which they respond a resounding yes to each and every one of those sentiments in turn. Jen sees that. None of these people are questioning Mary at all. And in confessional, she says that Mary is like a rock star that can do no wrong. And Jen's faces all throughout that scene was so funny. Oh, they were the best. And I when- think I think she was doing a good job trying to not go, what the fuck? And like when they said, oh, you're a good dresser, I swear we got Jen's face and then a little like, ding. <laughs> we did, didn't we? What the actual fuck? And another lady screams. She's screaming and blubbering, like blubbering Lisa Barlow style. You've been the best friend I could ever imagine. And another one is hugging Mary, bawling her mother tucking eyes out, screaming, I'll never leave you. Isn't that creepy? Okay. All of that shit is kind of nuts, right? But my thought is, and this is the stuff they let them film. I know. But, like, if I actually ever met a housewife on the street, I'd say the same things. If I ran into Alex McCord, who's down under, I'd be like, oh, you are the greatest person ever in your Herman Munster shoes. Oh my- I would be saying all of that shit. 
Yeah, we probably would just to get a photo. See, I'm not a selfie person, but I would want a selfie with a housewife and then I would want an about face and leave. Oh, yeah. Because I'd be milking that shit for all it's worth, mate. I'd be posting up a storm. Totally. I'd be posting, you know, two weeks since I took a photo with such and such. (laughs) If I got a housewife photo, the first thing I'd do would be like go on a grinder, make it my profile picture, (laughs) and just be the most popular gay in the neighbourhood. Oh, how about you don't tell your boyfriend that, but that's fine. Well, he's not going to listen to this, so it's just between us gals. Yeah, fuck our family members who don't listen to us. <laughs> fuck them. Okay, so any more about Cult Mary? I mean, what's there to say that we haven't said already? I we know. all think it's creepy. We all think it's a cult. Yeah, alleged. Alleged. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when you really dig down deep, like a lot of religions are cults, but whatever. We're not going to engage in that. No, we're not. And we're disengaging. We're disengaging and we're with Meredith. Oh, and we're not going to speculate. Exactly. We're with Meredith and she invites bad weather over for a workout with those muscle stimulator machines. Look, I just saw it on Vanderpump Rules. It, this is this is the new goat yoga, so I'm not even going to talk about it. I do love the fact that Heather thinks the machines are probably a crock of shit, but she's still going to buy one. It's worth the risk. <laughs> love, love. I went to the gym yesterday for the first time in however long, mm. and I woke up today so sore. I was like, oh, no, I've got COVID, I've got body aches, and then I was like, oh, my oh God. it's just my muscles protesting. <laughs> exactly. Oh, good for you going to the gym. I'd rather stick an electrode to my butt and see what happens. I know. We should so do that. That would oh, be the sure. best. And Meredith apologises to Whitney for being angry at her. She says, I know your in- intentions was to bring attention to all of this, but your delivery sucks. I don't buy it, but I'm only mentioning it because Meredith says the date, it was the oh, month. Oh, yeah, finally it was, at the bottom of the timeline. It They're was, acting like it's a fucking episode of Lost. I know, It's like, it's not I that know. hard, it's a Monday, it's a Tuesday. Well, actually, you know what? It is an episode of Lost because nothing happens at the end. <laughs> Mo- it was the Monday, the day before the charrest. She's like, when Lisa called me, I was already in Vail. So what? Lisa's the one that made it a bigger thing. Lisa's the one that was like, oh, my God. She told me it was, so what? Can you just cast your mind back to 21 weeks ago? Oh, my God. And just when we were seeing, like, the preview footage of the Charest and the Sprint event, who would have thought that from that day we would be talking about a memorial and whether it happened or not and not about Jen? I know. It's true. It's, it's wild. Well, because we're not getting much. The fact that Jen's letting us film scenes with her and her lawyer, what an idiot. <laughs> I mean, it's just this show is the the gift of the season. It really is. That's it pretty much. Next time we get Whitney in lingerie with her husband. I mean, do we have to? Is this our penance? Honestly. Yeah. And blah, 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 there's a big massive fight and I can't fucking wait. That's when Meredith- It looks like we're having a more memorial for someone else's father. Yes. I think, on the I think that's with Heather. That's what I wrote down <laughs> too. Very insensitive, Heather. That's what I thought. And then, yeah, Meredith threatens to talk about who everyone else is sleeping with. Uh, Jenny breaks a glass on Mary. Jen Shah's in a fucking turban. I mean, it's on, people. It's going to be good. And can you believe we've gotten, what, like, yeah, 21 episodes this season? Oh. Like, doesn't OC have, like, five episodes a season? Like, it's I don't just, know. It's just. Other franchises flop. It's delightful. It's delightful. It's so we've been banging on about Salt Lake, which doesn't leave us much time to talk about Jersey. So 
we'll just um, skim just smash through some quick thoughts. Skim through some highlights. So season 12, episode one, Smoke, Mirrors and Foggy Diamonds. I mean, it was kind of funny in the moment when Margaret said it about Jennifer, but as a title, I don't know, it didn't land for me. But in the moment, it was kind of... In the moment, it, it was, was great. It was a bit of a ha-ha. Yeah, it was yeah. good. I do miss my Margaret. The Marge. The Marge. What do you think of our new friend of Tracy and her husband, Tiki? I like Tiki. He's he's, he's kind of nice, but Tracy, she did not make an impression at no, all. No, I didn't think so either. I mean, there's not too much really to talk about. The, I mean, there's the main events. We've got to talk about the video. We've got to talk about oh. Jennifer's nose and obviously the pool party. So yeah. what do you want to touch on first? Well, let's just talk about the video of it all because what the fuck? What the f- I mean, the video was as creepy as Mary's church. Like, let's just say it. We've got a bunch of grown men, fully naked, fully macho guidoed out. It was strange. Strange. Beyond yeah, strange. Really oh. strange. And it, what, what made it worse, like, because they don't actually show the video in the episode. They show the, like, historical reenactment footage. So this is why I think that Teresa does think that, and, and her and her fiancé does, like, it is a big deal to them. Because the only reason why they wouldn't be able to show the footage is if they were thre- got threatened to sue or something. Like, they didn't get permission to use the footage. So she obviously thinks it's a big fucking deal and doesn't want it played on the show, right? Yeah, because as I understand it, it was a video that he just sent to the ex or whatever. It's not like he posted it anywhere. Exactly. He never made it public. Exactly. It's like the, the Tom and Pam, Pam and Tommy sex tape. It is, exactly. Exactly like that, really, but a little bit less I um, mean, sexy. And Marge is right. She spun it like it was a good thing. He was apologising for something he'd done, which what the fuck did you do? to warrant that kind of grovel. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. And the way that Teresa, I I was kind of impressed with her playing dumb on purpose. Yes, I didn't think she could do that. I was impressed too. I didn't know she knew that that was a weapon in her arsenal. Yes. Yeah, I mean, we all just assume she's so dumb. Exactly. So I was impressed. But then on the other hand, I'm like, oh, here she's saying that they're they're buying the house together. Mm. And I'm like, you didn't. You didn't buy the house together, Teresa. He's going to milk you dry. She's not getting a fucking prenup? What the I fuck? I could not believe. Even Gia, her daughter, who apparently is smart enough to get into law school, was all like, why would she sign one? It's like, no, dude, it's for him to sign, you idiot. Oh, Gia doesn't believe that. She's just saying what her mum wants her to say. Yeah, she's a good kid, isn't she? Although I'm loving the daughters revolting against Joe. Uh, are you? I am. Why? I like family drama on Jersey. Okay, fine. Um, and if Teresa and Joe and Teresa and Melissa aren't going to fight, we may as well get the nephews and the nieces involved. Yeah, that's true. What about when Joe said that Louis invited him to that kind of camp or that retreat? I'm like, dickhead wants to go again? Is this – it seemed very, like, churchy, like a churchy thing. Yes. So I wonder if it's like some fundamentalist churchy side men thing. I don't know. It's just fucking creepy. I'm not into it. Sorry. If I were Joe Gorga, though, mm. I'd be going because that would be material for my next stand-up set. I'd be leaning oh. into the Louis of it all. So I tried to Google to see some of this stand-up and don't. there's not that much out there and it's bad. Oh, it's not good. And they're only laughing in the audience because 
you know, obviously they're his friends and family and they just think it's hilarious that he's talking about them. They're that narcissistic that they think it's funny. (laughs) So it's no bueno. And what also is no bueno is Jen's nose. Jennifer's nose. When her daughter said the word botched, she fucking called it, mate. I mean, if you're finding your new nose on Instagram, maybe that's that's a red flag for yourself. That side on of her nose, I was like, if I was your husband, I'd be fucking laughing behind your back at how bad that is. I think Bill is. I think Bill's looking at it from a professional standpoint and just thinking, what the fuck did they do in Turkey? This is probably why she's wearing that bandage at home 24-7. She doesn't want him to see how fucking bad it is and laugh at her. (sighs) Oh, it was awful. Just awful. And, like, surely Bill could have recommended someone local. I understand not wanting your husband to work on your face. Yeah, I think it is. I thought it was weird the first time I heard when he he was saying that, well, she was saying that he performed the surgeries on her. I'm like, I don't think that's a good idea. Like, no. I just, for some reason, I'm like, it's too, it's too close. It's, no, you don't want you, no. But it's like, come on, Dolores looks incredible. She's aging backwards. Every bit of surgery that Dolores gets is amazing. Go to Dolores's doctors, for fuck's sake. Exactly. I'm sorry. I, that's the only people I want touching me are Dolores' surgeons because whoever does them, it's impeccable work. Impeccable. Even like her Botox and fillers, if she does that stuff, I can't fucking tell. She looks amazing. She's great. Oh, Dolores. Still not much of a huge personality, but God, her son. Oof. Uh, maybe that's why I love Dolores because I think she is probably, I think I'm going to say it, the most beautiful housewife that ever there was. Her and Cynthia Bailey. Yeah, her <laughs> that and, sounded very Wizard of Oz. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> her, was. her and Cynthia are probably the most stunning housewives ever. Mm, okay. Really? Who's hotter than Dolores and Cynthia? I don't know. Exactly. You get back to me on that. I don't think you're going to find one. <laughs> and then my other favourite bit was when, as you know, I love the Marge. Yeah. But Jennifer, to me, is like Mary is to you. I need to watch her. She's delicious. When Margaret and Jennifer are talking at the end and Margaret is basically like trying to say like you're spending Bill's money and he's trying to make up for things and and Margaret's like be honest, be honest. And then she finally says it, which is that Bill was cheating and had to leave his job because he was cheating on Jennifer with an office manager. And then Jennifer turns around and goes, it wasn't the office manager. It was a pharmaceutical rep. Get your facts straight. I that was great. died. That was so good. Oh, was so it, good. When, did we know about this affair? Because no, I was we didn't. blindsided. No, no, we didn't. <laughs> Margaret has alluded to it before when she was talking about the fact that Bill was always in the pool house. Uh-huh. That was so. These women have all known about it the whole time and never said anything. And I'm like, Jen, every time you went for Margaret and Margaret and how she met her husband Joe, the fact that she she would say on camera that you know, of course Margaret cheated on her husband to be with Joe because she learned it from her mother. Like all the times that Jennifer would say this shit, they all knew that Bill had an affair. And they never said anything. I'm like, wow. I would have fucking said it straight away. I wouldn't have been able to help myself. Especially since the whole of last season, it was Teresa talking about how Evan fools around at the gym. Exactly. Wow. I'm just, yeah. I mean, the other awesome thing we saw the hot pool guy, Joe's friend, 
that Teresa was flirting with. Whatever. Tony? Is it Tony? I don't know. He's hot. But my thorn is just Teresa with the pineapples. She needs to let it go. She needs to fucking let that shit go, man. And I'm like, how bad was your vagina before that you're this into the fucking pineapples? Maybe this is what we should be talking about. Maybe she like, needs was, to go get going like on a, in, in her between me down there. Maybe she needs to go get a goop douche or something. I don't know. Remember how like on goop they were Perhaps. talking about getting a steam for your vagina? I don't know. That shit's actually really bad for you. You shouldn't be doing that stuff. But yeah, I don't know. I'll keep that in mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to be like, yeah. I don't want to tell you because you'll just skeeve out. So, but yeah, you don't want to be messing with the natural things that are happening down there because it keeps it kosher. That's what I'm saying. Okay. I'm trying I love to, a kosher vagina. I'm trying to figure out how to say it without making you want to vomit your, in, on your computer. <laughs> I'm good. So the only thing that I re- – again, I love Jen. So you know how they had the little bits on screen about the tech the, – not the text, but like the Insta posts back and forth between – Oh, yeah. So this is the post that fuck, Jennifer, Jenny, whatever, she posted at – she added Melissa Gorga. I love the balls. This is in retaliation to Melissa's post about the reunion. She says, wow, at Melissa Gorga, wow, you really are stupid. You only got on because of Teresa and that kills you. The audience has learned more about me in three years than they have on your measly 11. Your fake baby and sister that never was. Oh, and wait, divorce, divorce. Yeah, right. All they see is your self-absorbed, obsessed, envious behavior. I am my family and I share it more than you ever had the guts to do. Go embarrass your daughter some more because you and your crooked family got nothing else. Girl, bye. I'm like, oh, that was me. That was it. Was that a car? Yeah, it was a motorbike. Oh, but I loved it. Punctuated the um the post. Well, I was just gonna say she's not wrong. She's fucking accurate, and this is what I love about Jennifer. She does say sh- the shit we're all thinking, and I love uh, her Melissa. For can't it. Da- deny a single thing in that. No, post. none of it. And I had no idea that Melissa's been on for eleven seasons. She might have got that bit wrong. Was she on by season two? Was she? I don't know. She's so not memorable. Oh god! No. So not memorable, but I mean, what do you? What are your thoughts on Louis? Do you think? He's, oh, he's a dirty th- John. Do, exactly. Do you think they're going to be together for more than two seasons? Well, they're going to get married. You reckon? Oh, he needs that to secure the bag. I think he's making her believe that he has more money than he actually has. He he was watching Jersey, and he said, "I could fool this broad." Probably. He's like, "This is easy enough." Probably. Oh, that's so sad. So sad. I know, it's going to be awful and we're going to watch it and recap it. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. Okay, I'm going to say something kind of mean, but in that initial scene with Jennifer and her family and her dad was asleep in the chair, I thought he died in the chair. Oh, I thought COVID would have gotten him. I looked at him and went, is he breathing? Yeah, you wanted to put a mirror underneath his nose? Totally. Totally. Wow. Wow. Wow, Teresa. Wow. I mean. Wow, Jen's dead dad. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, we got to stop. We're being cunts. Oh, I'm just, I'm happy Jersey's back. Yeah, me too. I'm it happy. feels like it just left. I know. But again, you know me with Wogs on TV. I'm fucking obsessed. I love it. Because no one else would ever let any of these people on TV unless we were going to watch them and make fun of them. Seriously, who what who out of all these people would be allowed on TV otherwise? No one. 
I'm drawing a blank. Exactly. <laughs> okay, I think we're done, lovey. Do you have anything, Great. any other words of wisdom to, to impart? Uh, no. Oh, wait. Sorry, I have not, I got, <laughs> not one, got anything witty I got or clever. one thing. I'm bothered about the fact that Teresa couldn't even make a sandwich. Who has to order sandwiches? Make a fucking oh. sandwich. And then all her daughters have got their nails done. That shit's like 80 bucks a pop. That's four of them. That's like 200 bucks every two weeks for her to pay to get her, for her kids to get her, their nails done. Bitch, get a prenup. That's all I'm saying. Exactly. That's all I'm saying. All right, I think I'm done, I promise. <laughs> okay, sure. All right, until next week, follow us on blah, blah, blah. I don't know. you got to tell the people. At effing bravo on Twitter and Instagram. Thanks, Nathan. Love you. Bye. Bye.